Hey, how's it going, guys? Jeep and Bubba here, and welcome to the second episode of the Jeep and Bubba podcast. All right, guys, today I want to talk to you about saving money on Jeep parts. Okay, if you're not a Jeep person, on off-road parts, on camping gear, on whatever it is that your hobby is all about, hopefully has something to do with Jeeping or off-roading or something like that, how to save money, that's what this, this whole episode is about. Okay, so I'd like to give you a precursor, okay, and then I'm going to go into the number one way to save money on Jeep parts, period, okay. I've got four proven methods to save money on Jeep parts, four, okay, but I'm going to give you my number one today. I'm going to give you my best stuff up front. This might not be the way to save the most money, but it's the guaranteed way to save some money, every time you buy a Jeep part. Let me give you this precursor first. All right, here is the skinny of things. Do yourself a favor, do me a favor, do whoever you're buying parts from a favor, and know what you want before you buy it. All right, this isn't a tip on how to save money. This is a tip on being a good consumer. Know what you want before you buy it, or at least have an idea and do a little bit of research. This will completely it it will give you so much more traction when you go to try to save money on something. If you say, and I'm going to use bumpers for instance, I want to buy a bumper for my Jeep. Fine. What kind of bumper? I don't know. I just want to buy a bumper. Do you care if it's made in the U.S.? Do you care if it's heavy? Do you care if it's light? Do you care if it's a winch bumper? Do you care if it's a stubby, a mid-width, a full-width? Do you care if it has tube work on it? What's tube work? Like a stinger or a bull bar or um, a pre-runner bar? Do you care if it has D-ring shackles? Do you care if you run cover off of it? Do you care if it comes with hardware? Do you care if it's DIY, you have to build it yourself? Do you care if it comes powder coated? Can you powder coat it? Is it aluminum, you know, steel? These are the kind of things that you need. I mean, I don't care if you have to call eight different manufacturers to figure out which one you really like. I don't care if you have to go to a show. I don't care if you have to go to Google. But once you know, okay, I want the JCR, mid-width crusader bumper for a jk and i want it bare metal because i'm going to color match it myself perfect now let's get you the very best price out there see what happens if you don't know exactly what you want before you get it you might get talked into something you might not actually want or might not actually work for your build see i'm always about purpose building right know who you are know yourself and know your rig and know why that would work good on your rig there's so many people out there they're like well i just bought it because it was the cheapest one but does it serve your purpose i got it because they sponsored me and they gave me 10 percent off and now i'm a brand ambassador yeah well it looks really ugly it looks like your jeep has a unibrow like no one likes your bumper and they don't care that it say you save money on it and it doesn't have any way to recover someone off-road and you can't fit a winch in it you know <laughs> you know what i mean like i don't care if it's the most expensive one out there i don't care if it's the cheapest one out there but just have a reason like come together with an idea something else this isn't just about bumpers this is about any part think about install time if you don't know how to do the install yourself maybe you should talk to a shop and figure out how much it would cost to install that. Certain companies offer discounts if you buy the part through them, so that's a good way to save money. But you have to do it at the same time. You know, um, 
if you have a local shop or you or, or a local jeep club hit up your local jeep club uh, i don't mean like go to a meeting or a rally like get on facebook and look up a local jeep club and be like hey where do you guys get stuff installed at or is there a day that y'all do wrenching together or, like there's like a group day i don't know how to do this or if you do know how to wrench boom you're saving money um but even if you do know how to wrench think about install time on the same product let's take the jcr mid-width bumper if you were to buy like one on amazon it may not come with hardware if it does come with hardware it may not come with instructions on how to install it smaller companies may not necessarily have install videos out yet and so therefore the install may take you longer and it may be worth your time to buy from a company that has install videos or there are people who can help you or do know how to install that particular product i'm just saying these are important things to know before you go out and make a purchase like being educated about what you're buying i think it's super important and i'm going to say this a million times on this podcast as we move forward i think it's super important if you buy a jeep that's stock if you if you buy one already modified okay i understand but this even applies to you if you buy a jeep go take it off road like immediately like the day you get it like that's why you bought it like i know you bought it to take the top off or if it's cherokee maybe not but i know you bought it to take the, at least have the windows down and cruise and like look at your friends like what up i got a jeep like i'm ready for this life i'm about this right that's what it's all about right jeep life no what i'm saying is take it off road go find a gravel road find a local trail if you don't know where to go uh you know google is your friend google's your friend and facebook's your friend hit up all the local jeep clubs where it's a good easy place to go i just want to test out my new rig are there parks near you because most parks have greens or ones or whatever and they'll They'll tell you this is the easy trail and you can go out and you can figure your rig out and then go and buy, right? Oh man, I did not have enough clearance. I need a lift. I need a front bumper that isn't going to bend the, thanks Jeep, isn't going to bend the second I hit a tree. Uh, I need a winch. I need bigger tires. I need all terrains or I need mud or I need, I need lockers if I have a non-Rubicon or, you know, Cherokee or something um old Cherokee not new um you know I need grab handles or man this thing was fantastic stock and I'd really like the way it rides to work and I did all the greens and I don't plan on doing things scarier than that I'm an overland guy I like to just go camping and uh maybe I just need some alterans and a puck lift boom now you kind of have an idea because you went off road say you go off road and you go I don't really know what I need, but this is what it did. Go back to your Jeep group or go back to your local install shop or call an off-road company. They will help you and say, this is what happened when I went off-roading. What do I do from here? All right, I got the precursor out of the way. Thanks for hanging in there with me, guys. If you want to hear my top number one tip on how to save money on buying Jeep parts, bear with me for one second and listen to this ad from our sponsor. Anchor app, the podcast app, sponsored this particular podcast, and uh, I just got to go quickly into a little advertisement. Thanks. All right, we are back. Thank you for listening to that. All right, here's my number one tip. It works every single time. Contact the company. Contact the manufacturer. Contact the 
um, the seller or provider of your parts. Okay. You hear I didn't say call. I didn't say email. I didn't say text. I didn't say um, Facebook message contact. So that means whatever is the easiest way for you to contact, do it. That way I know you're going to do it. Okay. So the best way to save money on Jeep parts every single time is to contact the manufacturer or if the manufacturer is too big to contact contact whoever is the best seller of it or whoever is one of the sellers of it and let me go into examples now for you i wanted to just do four good ways to save uh on jeep parts but then i realized i really needed to kind of dive into each one that's why you're getting the number one i got you know three four more to go for you guys not gonna happen on today's podcast but um i just wanted to get you this one out there i wanted this out there in the world i wanted you to start saving money on jeep parts okay let me tell you the best way of the way to contacts call that's the best way now know the company you're calling okay so let's just say we're gonna stick with the bumpers you want to buy a bumper uh you buy i want to buy that mid with crusader from jcr okay call jcr off road they have a sales team those guys um they whether or not they're on commission or not they're judged by how many sales they make so you call them and a guy answers the phone and you're like hey how's it going guy um listen i'm really wanting to buy this bumper a particular bumper first of all the salesman's impressed because now he doesn't have to do any other work and convince you he knows that you want to buy this bumper so here's the deal i know there's a couple places to buy this i know that there's a i can, I can get online buy it local from my local shop I just kind of want to buy it from you guys. You offer free shipping or whatever, you know, just flatter them some way, shape, or form. And then say, can you give me some kind of deal if I purchase it today with you over the phone? It will work, okay? I work for JCR Off-Road. I work the phones. If someone said to me, I give them 3% off, okay? Maybe 5% off. All right, guys. It's not huge money. It's not a lot. But let's just say you're buying that $600 bumper, Okay that's significant okay you put that 30 40 bucks back in your pocket you know that's lunch for the week for me (laughs) i mean i like to eat but you know i eat cheap so uh that's the number one way it may be a bigger discount than you're thinking too it could be a 10 percent. it could be a 20 percent. they may be having a sale you're not aware of um here's another thing there is a thing called map policy and manufacturers basically set map. So a manufacturer will say, all right, um, I have two wholesalers and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pick on, let's just say, Warren Winches. Um, and I don't know that these numbers are true about Warren. I don't know them that well. But let's just say Warren Winch says, all right, we sell it direct and then we sell it through dealers and then we sell it um, through wholesalers. So a wholesaler would be like, um, a larger company who sells to other dealers or other um, offer companies. So, um, Full Parts is a wholesaler because they have a major company called Transamerican Wholesale. And then you can think of like maybe Keystone. You may not have heard of any of these companies before. Um, Premier, like there's these other companies that will wholesale out for manufacturers to the smaller guys, right? But you've heard of Full Parts, hopefully. So, um, Full Parts has to stick to this map 
pricing that Warren sets. So Warren will say, um, we have a thousand dollar winch and you can sell it for nine seventy. Okay, that's not pricing. You can't sell it any cheaper than that. If we see you selling it any cheaper than that for parts, then we're gonna get you for a mat violation. If you do enough mat violations, then we'll quit selling to you. Okay, that's the idea. It doesn't always work like that. You'll see companies out there. Um, I'll be, I'm gonna be brutally honest out there with you guys right now, and I appreciate you listening. North Ridge 4x4 is the number one violator of mat policy out there. If you look right now online, and this is to your advantage, if you go on Amazon, eBay, eBay's pretty bad about mat violations too, because it's hard to track down who that eBay uh, store is sometimes. But if you go on and you look at, um, you just go on Google and you type in this, you know, Warren Winch. I'm looking at the, uh, I'm looking at the synthetic 8,000 pound winch, the Xeon on Google Shopping, and then you'll see like everyone's in within a few cents, and then you'll probably see Northridge is like blowing everyone out of the way by like 100 bucks. While they're moving a lot of products and a lot of manufacturers don't want to take away that that selling power. Um, and then they're buying so much from these manufacturers, they're getting huge discounts. And so they're making decent product and they're running things through their company. We're in a capitalist market. Good for them. I'm not knocking them. I'm just letting you know. You may see that they're cheaper a lot of the times. Um, I kind of hate that because it doesn't make a level playing field for everyone. But I also appreciate it because I appreciate their hustle. Like, from my standpoint of being an owner of a company myself, when I see it, I'm like, okay, well, I can't compete with that. But boom, I can give you awesome customer service. I can give you information. I can help you with the install over the phone. I can back you up any way, shape, or form. I can give you some guidance on, you know, well, maybe you don't want to go with that midwith because you're part of the country gets a lot of snow and ice and what happens if you slide into a tree you have no protection for your um, front marker lights or um, your front headlights you know I can just give you some inside information or you know some technical information you might not have thought of not saying they can't do that I'm just saying that's where I go I say you know I'm just gonna I'm not gonna crawl into my shell because someone else has a cheaper price than me whatever brand over uh, long story short Map pricing basically sets the tone for what it can be sold at. So where map doesn't apply is through email, messages, and on the phone. So let me explain. If you're a manufacturer and you make a bumper for a thousand bucks, odds are if you're decent at what you do, you've got at least 40-50% profit coming back to you. So 400, 500 bucks. Okay. That's after you pay employees. That's after you pay the light bill, you know, all that stuff factored in. Um, that's a pretty decent return, um, depending on the materials and the form. And, um, sometimes it's less, sometimes it's more. Um, and this isn't about any particular company. I don't know all the particulars about, um, any company. I'm just saying this is kind of a general thing that's talked about in the industry, like an industry standard. Okay. Not getting uh, specific. So there's, you know, they got a little meat on the bone. Well, when they turn around and sell it, let's say they sell it to, um, Joe's off road in Oklahoma. I don't think that exists, but so it's a good example. So they sell it to Joe's Oklahoma, uh, four by four shop in Oklahoma. And he, um, may have done a buy-in where he bought a few bumpers, or maybe he, um, 
Maybe he just got signed up and now he's been selling them left and right. Well, they might give him 15, 20% off uh, retail pricing. Um, and then he's got to stick to mat pricing, which let's say is 3%. 3% is usually mat, right? So he's got about a 17% margin. Stick with me on these numbers. Okay, that means he can give you a 10% discount and still make a profit. Now, he's got to think about, it costs the money to swipe your card. It costs the money to ship. So he's got to factor that in. But if he has your install already, there's no reason why he shouldn't consider giving that 10% discount up front and then making money on the labor, and then he's still going to make 5%. Now, that's not a ton of money, but that's the way business works. <laughs> it truly is. There are shops out there that want to make 20%, and they're not going to give you a discount, or they're going to give you the discount and make and, and bait and switch. They're going to get you in with that awesome discount, and then they're going to charge you $140 an hour and say it took eight hours to put the bumper on or the winch on or whatever, and it could have took an hour. Okay? But the number one way to save money on Jeep parts is to make a phone call. If you don't like making phone calls, email is an awesome way. It's also awesome because you can document things. Um, also, if you are a member of the military or a first responder, thanks for your service, but most off-road companies offer a discount. You may not feel comfortable doing that over the phone, but just do it through email. Most of them don't verify. And if you try to take advantage of that and you're not one of those people I mentioned, shame on you. Okay? Just plain and simple. But if you served in the military or your first responder or something like that, there's probably a discount out there for you. Make the phone call. Make an email. You deserve it. You honestly do. You know? Um, I don't have a... I, I don't know. I think we have a set military discount of 7%. Maybe it's 5%. But if you were to call me or email me and say, hey, I'm a member of the military. I'm looking at this part. I would give you the discount and maybe more if you told me like, um, you know, um, I'm trying to build this Jeep, but I have a certain budget and I really, really want this bumper and it's the only one that I want on this planet and, you know, do you offer 5% or whatever discount? I'd be like, I got 20% margin. I'm giving you a 10% because I have a heart and you're a human and you're part of the family. You know what I mean? But that's just me. Not everybody does that, but just check on that. So anyways, you can also just check say another great way to say hey I'm a member of this Jeep club we have like a thousand people and um, do you offer any discounts to this Jeep club or to Jeep clubs these things may not work but they do work a lot of the time so I'm just telling you send an email and say hey are you guys offering any sales anytime soon if not I'm looking at buying this part just wondering if there's some way you can give me a discount on it message them on Instagram because people that have Instagram accounts they really care about your business and they're glad that they're capitalizing on Instagram same thing with Facebook although Facebook is getting less and less and it's getting kind of like towards the older crowd and uh, Facebook ads are kind of eh, so Instagram's a good way um, or an awesome way a really awesome way is okay I want to buy rock crawler suspension you get your cell phone Facebook and type in rock crawler suspension and just start scrolling and then look for people who say they work for rock crawler suspension and see what they do at that company and then PM them and say, hey man, I see that you work at so-and-so. I just bought this Jeep. Is there any way you could get me a deal on this suspension? You know what? They probably will. 
I'm telling you, this will work 90% of the time. Let me tell you when it's not going to work. It's not going to work on an item that's only sold by the manufacturer and the manufacturer doesn't discount but twice a year. Plain and simple. Um, you know, Joe's Tire Company, they do two discount. They do Black Friday and they do a July 4th sale and that's it. They've been doing it for 40 years and that's the only way they're going to do it. If you call us, we won't give you a discount. We'll hang up the phone on you, okay? But most people who are still in business, they want your business. They want that sale because what they know is if you don't buy it from the manufacturer, you're going to go and buy it from the wholesaler or you're going to go buy it from mom and pop shop down the street from you. And you know what? If the manufacturer doesn't want to give you a discount, do it. Go to your local shop. Support your local shop. Or go to go to your wholesaler and buy it. Here's the thing. I feel for the manufacturer. I really do. Because especially like knowing the places I've worked. We had good hardworking American people who worked really freaking hard every day. And my bosses and the owners of these companies, they're pouring their heart and sweat in this. And they don't want to discount this product. Because honestly they believe it's worth what they're selling it for. Because they know what it goes into it. To sell it but at the end of the day they have to sell it and they're going to make enough profit one way or another because they got to keep the lights on so that disadvantage is for you to capitalize i mean they're always they're, the businesses are capitalizing on you you can capitalize on them too but here's the thing you have to know what you're going after what you want to buy there's too many people out there who just want the cheapest thing. They just want a deal. They don't even know why they want it. They don't know why it would be good on their Jeep. They don't know anything other than I got it cheap. Okay? So if you're looking for a bumper and you know you want a mid-width, but you don't care what the, the brand is, but you, or maybe you just want to you wanna know that it's a good American bumper, look up Motobilt, JCR Off-Road, Cab Fab. You just go on there. You say, okay, they all have midwits. They're all about the same style. They all hold a winch. They all do this. Boom. Send out three emails. The guy who sends you back an email saying, I'll give you a discount or gives you the best price, go with him. Or send the email back to the other guys and say, hey, CatFab's giving me a discount. CatFab's got a better price point. Maybe they're not able to do anything. Maybe you message your local four-wheel drive. Maybe you go into the four-wheel drive parts store. But I'm telling you, the best number one way to save money on parts is to contact the company of the parts place you want. Where you're the most disadvantaged is when it's a house brand too. Like Smittybilt is a house brand of four-wheel parts. Now, Smittybilt's almost always cheap and almost always on sale at fourwheelparts.com or at four-wheel parts stores. So you're okay there. But they're not gonna you're not gonna find it cheaper at like a retailer because they just don't have much margin on it. That's just unless they bought a bunch of stock and they're trying to get rid of it. Um I'm going to go in a lot of other ways, but I'm telling you, contacting people is the best. I'm going to finish with this. When I got into the automotive industry, just from a mechanic standpoint, I saw how much we were charging people for parts versus how much we were paying. Okay? That's, it's, it's ridiculous that your oil filter they charge you $9 for cost them three bucks it just does but guess what they don't make as much profit 
on each job as you think they do. That $30 oil change, they made a dollar. They honestly did because they had to pay a guy, you know, $10 an hour, and then they paid the rent, and they got to... So they need to build that cost up. But what it meant for me as as a consumer was I'm never, ever, ever going to pay retail prices again unless I absolutely have to, okay? Every once in a while I do it just because I honestly... That's the only part that I want. It's the only one. Here's a here I'll give you an example. I wanted a Pro Eagle Jack. Okay? I contacted Pro Eagle, said, Hey, are you ever gonna be doing a discount? They said no. I said, I'd really want one. I'm gonna I'll post pictures on my Instagram. They said, No. I said, I own a shop. I'll I'll post it. No. Okay. I wanted it. I still wanted it. Okay. I waited. I did wait, and they did put a promo code up, and I did say 5%, okay? But I still bought it at more than I wanted to pay for it because I think that it's a slightly overpriced, but it's a fantastic product, and there's nothing else on the market like it, and I wanted it. It was perfect for my shop and for me, and I really, honestly, have loved it as a jack. It's a great jack. The Pro Eagle Jack is a nice jack, and they don't pay me in any way, shape, or form. In fact, I paid for the product from them, and... There's things like that out there that I just refuse to pay retail because I know I can save 3% or 5% or 10% or 20% if I just go out and do the work. And the, the work I do first is I message people on Facebook or I make a phone call and I say, hey man, what can I get on this? Like, I'm actually a dealer for a lot of companies so I can just right off the bat get a pretty good discount on certain things. But there's some companies I'm not a dealer for, and I need and I want to buy a part from them, and I just hit them up. I'm not a dealer for Motobelt, and uh, I needed something from them the other day. It was just for my buddy's Jeep. All I had to do was I said I hit up Bobby and I was like, "Hey Bobby, um, can you give me a little bit of deal on this?" He saved me like ten bucks. Boom, help my buddy out, saved him ten dollars. You know, it's gonna cost you money to build a Jeep, but if you save ten percent here, three percent there, five percent there, boom, it adds up. I'm going to give you a little bit of a story, and I'm going to go back to this retail thing, but I'm going to give you a little story because it's really important, and I was thinking about it today when I was thinking about doing this podcast. I have a good friend, okay, and he is known to jump from one project to another, and when he gets in these projects, he says these things like, oh, I'm going to put these wheels on it, I'm going to put this, and I'll be like, well, you know, it's kind of expensive, no, 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 no this is the only wheel now listen this guy never puts this stuff on and he literally would argue about this is the best only and that's the only thing i'm going to put on this this vehicle or motorcycle or whatever it may be the reason he can't afford those wheels is not because he doesn't have the money he goes out and buys like a thousand dollars in accessories because he would rather install 20 things and he thinks that brings more value to people who are looking at his, let's just call it in this case, a Jeep or um, uh, a sports car. Let's say a sports car. Oh man, that sports car would look great with those wheels you're talking about. But instead, he goes out and buys air fresheners, some headlight tent, some window tent, an exhaust tip, uh, shifter boot, shift knob, uh, seat covers. Guess what? It looked fine without all that stuff. And if you'd have just put the wheels on there, 
it would have looked better. But you didn't get to put all the stuff on and say, I've done all this. This G, this this car is custom. Okay? Think about it before you go out after these companies. Say, man, I really want... I, this is where I'm at on my LJ build right now. I want axles. I want 37s. I want Highline fenders. I want a Highline hood. Um, I need a front locker. Okay. Which one is the most important first? Which one can I afford? Start saving for that one. And then I go after it. There's nothing, there's no better feeling to me than like saying, okay, I need this $1,000 rear locker for my Jeep. Saving the $1,000 and knowing that's the exact locker I want, then going to the manufacturer of the locker, going to a wholesaler of off-road parts or differential parts and saying, this is the one I want. Could you give me like a 10% discount? And them saying yes, and then me paying $900 for it, and then me putting $100 towards the next thing I'm going to buy for my vehicle. And that's why I'm going to get ahead of you when it comes to my Jeep build because I'm focused, I know exactly what I want, and I know how to save money. Listen, there's a lot of people on Instagram with a lot of money and they're flexing on you right now and it ain't cool and you're jealous and you want to have the same Jeep as them. Listen, you may not have that budget. <laughs> you bought the Jeep. That was the down payment on how expensive the rest of the stuff is that's coming in. Jeeps are expensive. Off-road vehicles are expensive. You're going to break things. You need to have money set aside for maintenance and car payments or if you don't have car payments, then just maintenance, tires, oil, filters. If you're balling... You probably don't need to listen to how to save money, but maybe you're tight. Maybe you're like you got a lot. You got a million bucks, but you want to save thirteen dollars. I'm telling you, contact the manufacturers. Contact. I don't pay retail. I haven't paid retail in four years on a part. I told you I paid retail on that that Eagle Jack, but in all honesty, I got like five percent off or something like that. And to me, that's like not enough. Like, I I <laughs> I will email, call, text. I will go after. And I will say, yeah, that would be great. And don't worry about bringing them value. Don't worry about posting them on Instagram or Facebook. Now, they, they'll appreciate that, and they'll probably help you in the future. But you brought them value by buying the part, okay? And you didn't screw around with them. You didn't waste any time. You didn't say, well, I might do this one and show me these pictures and send me an email what that would look like. And the whole time you know you wanted that Xeon winch, like, why didn't you just say from the beginning, I want this one. I want this one. What can you do for me on price? And you know what? When they say yes, when they give you that 5% or that 10%, have that credit card number ready. Don't screw on them. Don't yank them around for another 12% or call them back in three days or, well, I'm going to check with some other people. I don't know how many times I've gone to people and been like, hey, I really want to buy this right now. What's my price? Help me out. They come at me. Boom, I'm ready. Whoa, you're that you're. Yeah, man. I'm not asking what the price is unless I'm ready to buy it. Okay? Don't jerk people around that way. That's how you that's how you get burned. That's how people say, I don't oh, man, last time last three times you asked me for pricing, you know, I've given you the same price. It's not getting any better, like whew, you didn't have any money, you weren't ready. Anyways, this is a long spiel. I hope I hammered two things home with you. Know your rig. Know the part that you really, really want. And then get out there and contact these people. These small manufacturers, they really, really want your business. These guys with overhead at shops, you know, your local shop, they really, really want your business. Guess what? Four-wheel parts, they
They want your business. They're they're sitting in meetings every week hearing how they're losing to the other store. They want your business. And guess what? All these people are just running websites and they're posting on Instagram. Those websites aren't free either. They want your business. Contact them. See what they can do for you. Be polite. Be courteous. And go out there and save money on Jeep parts. Build an awesome Jeep. Okay? Guys, I really appreciate you listening today. I hope this made sense. If you have any questions, or just shoot me an email at info at blackbearoffroad.com or hit me up on social. Um, I'm on YouTube and Facebook as Jeep and Bubba as well as Black Bear Off-Road. If you're going to buy an off-road part, I always say check Amazon, Google, and eBay first. But when you're done with that, if you want to check out some camping gear and some kind of unique top quality stuff, please do me a favor and check out my website. It's blackbearoffroad.com. We're not always the cheapest, but we're definitely the best. I really appreciate you guys listening and being with me today. I really, really, really want you to build an awesome Jeep, and I want you to go out there and have an amazing adventure. Enjoy it. Have a good time. Enjoy building it. It's going to be awesome. It's going to be frustrating. But at the end of the day, when you're on that trail, and it's beautiful, and you're rocking it, and your friend's like, how did you afford that? Just say, man, all I had to do was send an email. We'll, we'll be seeing you. Have an awesome, amazing off-road adventure in the future. Or right now. Go out and do it. Live your life. Thanks, guys.